nine evolutions of podcasting in 2017, and no time off for podcasters during the holidays. This is Spricker Live Show, episode 94 for December 21st, 2016. I'm Rob Greenlee, the head of content at Spreaker and Adore FM. Thanks for downloading us and clicking play to hear us today. Happy holidays and new year. It's going to be a great 2017. My topic this week is the nine evolutions of podcasting in 2017. And our tip of the week is no time off for podcasters during the holidays. I'm doing the show solo this week as Alex, my co-host, is not joining us. He is with his family for the holidays, and we stream this live every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, from SpreakerLiveShow.com. And like I said, thanks for joining us. And if you have a comment or you want to give me some feedback, you certainly can send that to Rob at Spreaker.com. You can also find me on Twitter at Rob Greenlee, and I have I do have a website at the address uh, robgreenlee.com, so you can definitely um, go there and check out some of the other things that I do online in regards to podcasting. I also do host another show called The New Media Show at newmediashow.com. That's every Saturday morning. I do that uh, live as well. Um, but let's jump into it. Let's talk about looking forward into the future in 2017 and what the evolutions of podcasting. I know a lot of articles that come out uh, this time of the year talk about predictions for the future of podcasting in the next year. A lot of them get focused on big changes in in the industry and are very kind of forward-looking in those. But I kind of take a little bit more of a tempered view by looking at the changes that are coming in 2017 as kind of kind of changes that are evolving and not necessarily revolutionary. And I think that's a a view that I'm taking for a primary reason. I think that the next uh, year is going to be a little more challenging than usual because podcasting, in, in my mind, has been maturing really fast here over the last uh, year, two years. And so I'm not sure that we're going to see anything really groundbreaking happening um, over this next year. My comments here are going to be also put out as an article on my blog at robgreenlee.com. So you can certainly go check out my thoughts in written form. Uh, and then they'll be likely put out also at uh, the Spreaker blog too at blog.spreaker.com. But let's let's jump into it and start talking about kind of a little bit of background of why I, I'm thinking the way I am at this point. Back in the early days of podcasting, back in 2005, I would say that there was a revolution around audio and podcasting. And I think there was a perception that radio was being somewhat replaced. But that has not been the case for many years. So I believe that podcasting is kind of a, it's kind of evolving, it's changing, it's it's taking the place of radio on a steady kind of, it's chugging along uh, around a steady growth trajectory. And that's been happening for 10 plus years now. Um, and, and I think though over the last couple of years, we've seen a heightened level of media coverage because of Serial, the, the podcast Serial, and then the growth and development of general reality and fictional storytelling podcasts, I think have been the primary drivers of the heightened awareness and popularity of podcasts. 
But I do think that the continued evolution of podcasting in 2017 will be good for the industry. But those are going to be lacking in big breakthroughs. You know, I think we're used to seeing breakthroughs in media coverage and technology being applied to this this big of the medium. I'm not sure that we're going to see any big breakthroughs that happen in 2017. I, I do think that things are going to be improving, and I'm going to run through a list of nine items that uh, will kind of um, spell that out about um, what my predictions for podcasting are in 2017. But I think we need to be realistic and understand that most of the significant market improvements around podcasting have mostly happened already. And what we will see is just, uh, like I've been saying, uh, core improvements. Um, and I think that the number one one, and this isn't necessarily in ranked order because I don't really think it's important to rank these. I think it's just important to talk about these areas of of improvement and and change. And I think that the number one one on my list here is hosting distribution platforms will develop better tools to make monetizing smaller and larger shows easier. So I think what I'm saying here is that uh, there is a need to assist smaller shows, ones that are getting fewer downloads, to be able to monetize and bring in as much revenue as possible for the scale that those shows are generating as far as audience. And I think that there's some some technology and some business process that can, can be applied to podcasting that can enable a little bit more revenue being driven to smaller shows. And I believe that tools are being developed right now by a few of the podcast hosting platforms that should enable this to happen at all levels of podcasts. So this change uh, or or improvement might be a better way of saying it uh, will be good for all levels of shows and on-demand audio shows. So not all on-demand audio shows are actually podcasts. Um, so you have kind of a variety of levels of people that are participating at the you know live streaming. They're creating just online on-demand audio shows that maybe are not in iTunes or these other kind of podcast distribution platforms. But over time, I believe that most of those on-demand audio shows will move towards a podcast distribution, but not all of them have made that jump yet. These tools are going to offer many levels of monetization opportunities from the, the advertising side of things with what I call host reads and talent reads. And the reason I'm drawing a distinction between host reads and talent reads is that host reads are typically done by the show hosts. Um, But more and more, um, it's becoming difficult, I think, to juggle the needs of the advertiser with the needs of the audience and the needs of and the time availability of the hosts. And so there's going to need to be this kind of this... um, common ground that can be reached where a host read can be done by a talented voiceover artist, possibly, uh, especially when you start combining programmatic ad buying tools in combination with uh, a powerful campaign CMS management tool where you're actually managing the, the advertising campaigns that go into large groups of podcasts dynamically through ad insertion. So those campaigns need to be uh, managed and trafficked into a, a, a large group of shows to get it 
managed properly and targeted properly by IP. And they, that's one of the powers of dynamic ad insertion is being able to is to drive advertising messages into archive shows as well as new shows. But I do want to make a make a mention here before I get too far into monetization of uh, podcasts. Is I do not think in the next year, premium paid podcast shows will produce very much revenue for shows choosing to expect audiences to pay for podcast subscriptions in 2017. I think that there's companies that are pushing on this, um, but it's going to be a difficult hill to climb. Uh, I think there's going to be some successes with larger shows, um, but very few shows are going to to make very much money from premium audio. It, it just hasn't happened yet. There's so much free available content out there that people have a hard time justifying paying uh, a premium price for the purchase of a of a podcast you know this has been done uh around books and music and audiobooks for many many years and i believe that that's going to continue too but i'm not sure that the value equation in most podcasts kind of match up with audiobooks and and music quite yet so that's not to say that it won't happen at some point in the future but but i think it's a it's a challenge that we're still early on and unfortunately, I think we just with the scale and the amount of content being produced out there in all sorts of categories, it may be difficult. Um, and the quality has been improving as well around free content, that it may be difficult and continue to be difficult to charge premium subscriptions on this. I think that there is opportunities to to have like bonus content or additional content that can be you know, more around a freemium model. So, so that would be my thoughts on that. The other big item that I wanted to mention too is the march towards podcast download metric standards. And the the IAB or the Interactive Advertising Bureau um, has been working uh, diligently over the last couple of years. It's the IAB Podcast Working Group um, that is comprised uh, of the largest players in podcasting. Can today will continue to take a leadership role around creating foundational advertising practices and measurement standards. And I believe that this group will continue marching that forward. They put out a document this past year, but I think that it's going to be, it's going to require a new document that has a little bit more technical standards in there that can be recommended. And then there also needs to be some sort of a follow-up on that just to verify that a, a particular hosting platform, whatever, is adhering to those um, guidelines or standards. So there's a few more hurdles that need to be jumped, but I, I believe that the IEB and the podcast working group will uh, march a little closer down the path towards uh, podcast standards. Uh, let's move on from that. Um, In-car dash consumption of podcasts will continue to replace radio listening in the car. While many will tell you that in-car entertainment systems are not very important, really, in the bigger picture of things, to the growth and development of on-demand audio and podcasting, as these systems are typically just glorified Bluetooth audio playing devices, which is true. But at this stage, these in-dash player devices are being deployed in new cars um, all the time, every day, uh, moving forward. And the impact and the significance of those will be felt more and more here this coming year in 2017 as uh, more new cars are sold. What we're seeing is the online data connections in these cars 
will continue to get cheaper and software upgrades will continue to improve these experiences and truly start to replace radio in the driver's car experience. And I think over time, what we're going to see is um, the in-car systems be a significant driver of consumption of on-demand audio and podcasts as people replace radio uh, consumption in, in, in the vehicle. So I think 2017 will continue to be an important year for uh, in-car dash consumption of podcasts. Uh, so I believe that's going to be an important um, piece in the podcast consumption ecosystem moving forward. The, the next item on my list is uh, personal voice agents. And this basically is the Alexa and Echo uh, tool, Google Home, Siri, and Cortana which Siri and Cortana are a little behind on this um, as a way for listeners to find and listen to podcasts. Most of the uh, consumption around the the Alexa and Echo um, platform from Amazon and the Google Home is going to enable more in-home listening, which has been in a state of decline around radio for many years. And actually, podcast consumption in-home has been um, relatively stagnant for many years too, because I I just believe that there weren't terrific devices in the home to enable easy consumption of um, on-demand audio and podcasts. So I I believe that that's changing now. The popularity of the Echo from Amazon and the uh, the growing sales of Google Home, which still has fairly limited support for podcasting, uh, but I believe that. Um, Google has made a commitment to podcasts, and I, I believe that device will um, evolve to be a powerful podcast listening platform in the future. These smart agents, I believe, will have a larger impact in 2017. They're also, these agents are going to be part of other digital devices, the the kitchen appliance, living room, the bathroom devices will have online connections as well as well as the smart agents will be available in, in car dashes as well. So as you look at Amazon's Echo uh, with Alexa skills, they're going to be enabling uh, what's called server-side skills or voice services um, that, that include search and play of audio podcasts on, on demand and all these different devices that we're going to see start to, to spread in 2017 and beyond. The next item on my list of things for 2017 for podcasting would be dynamic ad insertion uh, is going to be partnered with programmatic advertising buying. Trafficking tools will be built, and those tools will be able to work together to enable opportunities for shows like I had talked about earlier at the very top of the, the list here. The dynamic ad insertion Technology enables um, advertising insertion uh, on archives as well as current shows. It also enables um, IP targeting, so you can actually target that audio to a particular part of the country based on an IP address. They can also be targeted based on some demographic data if that can be mapped to the actual targeting as well. But those are messages or audio that are inserted into the audio at the server side. So you have an MP3 file and you basically slide in segments or pre-roll, mid-roll, or post-roll ad 
audio into the MP3 file, kind of like what you do to slide a book into a bookshelf. So as you can kind of visualize this, ad insertion basically is sliding a book into a, a row of books on a shelf. Uh, it's kind of what it is. So that is a powerful way of being able to apply advertising across many shows simultaneously and have targeting be able to be done on those shows. And what I believe what we're going to see this next year is that technology is going to continue to improve and it's going to help shows at all levels to potentially monetize. Though many shows are going to be slow to adopt this technology because until the tools come out that are um, fairly cost-effective and lower cost, which I believe is coming, those tools are going to be difficult for most podcasters to engage with. But I believe some platforms are, are coming that will enable this type of technology to, uh, to help shows advertise and generate revenue. And I also believe in my next item, uh, some host read advertising will morph into to more like a talent read. So I had mentioned this earlier in my list as well, that podcast advertising has been built mostly on what's called host-endorsed advertising reads. But in the new year, it's going to continue to grow in importance, but it's also going to be an issue around talent and time and the needs to record these spots. And to some degree, it's going to be driven from the advertiser because the advertiser is going to want to have some level of control of the host reads. And so if a professional voiceover artist is used to do these reads, very similar to what a host read would be versus a traditional radio spot, that we might be able to shift this this business to a higher capacity and a higher scale by having talented voiceover artists that maybe can be matched up with similar voice to the hosts of the show. And you could create kind of two tiers of host reads. You have um, um, advertising messages that are actually read by the show hosts and then ones that are done by um, by a talented read or reader that's actually doing that for the show. So let's say you have to record five different uh, versions of your host read because you're targeting to five different cities or different countries and you have to create different versions of those host reads for each of those countries or they need to be done in a different language or there's lots of um, variables here that, that go into needing to have another person actually record these uh, spots uh, for you. That's what I think is going to evolve here over the next year is what is called talent reads. And I'm not sure that it's necessarily going to be called that. Uh, and I'm not sure that you're going to necessarily um, be able to easily tell um, when this happens or not. Um, but it, but I think if the host of the show is not doing the read, then that's what they're doing here. So, And then I also believe that in the next year here, um, short segment social media sharing and playback growth is going to be important as well. We're starting to see that develop a little bit right now. Um, but being able, from the listener perspective or from the show host perspective, to go in and clip out short segments uh, of your show and to be able to share them on social media to get people to connect with your show and to share the show and to inspire some word of mouth uh, sharing on Twitter and Facebook 
and maybe some other platforms that have my, my neck. I believe live audio streaming and recording into becoming a podcast is going to be an increasingly important um, aspect of the podcasting space. Now, live video and audio have been around podcasting for many years, and, and it's actually not a podcast when it's live technically, but it is the same content. And really an example of this is the is a recent decision by Facebook to enable um, live audio streaming on its closed platform. Some podcasting distribution platforms combine live audio streaming like Spreaker and also basically that live streaming goes into a recording and then is encoded into an MP3 file and made available as a podcast. Content creators and listeners um, like the interactivity of live and thus uh, will drive the growth of live in the audio space in 2017. And the final one on my list of my nine uh, is Android will take a larger share of podcast listening market. Um, Smartphones and mobile devices are growing strong on the back of Android devices today and will continue to do that in, in, in the near future. And I believe it's going to become a more important platform uh, also as the Google Home device gets more capabilities as well. So, so well, that's my list of the top uh, nine things that are going to be important to podcasting. Um, it's actually the nine changes or uh, gradual evolutions of podcasting in 2017. So... This show can be heard on the Spreaker podcast apps for Android and iOS in iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and the Spreaker Live Show also has its own apps on iOS and Android. So you can reach me at rob at spreaker.com and on Twitter at Rob Greenlee. Spreaker does have a Twitter account at Spreaker, and if you go to spreaker.com, you can check out how to become a podcaster uh, and do live streaming uh, right there uh, very easily. We have our own uh, live streaming apps on iOS and Android, as well as um, you can do recording. And in on the desktop for Mac and Windows, you can actually record uh, using Skype as well. So definitely go check that out. Well, let's uh, jump to our tip of the week. Really, it's really a kind of a fun one this week. Um, No time off for podcasters during the holidays. My recommendation to you, if you're a podcaster, uh, is to keep producing episodes during the holidays um, on your regular schedule as close as you can. I mean, if you happen to produce your show on a Thursday uh, and Christmas is on Thursday or or on Sunday and Christmas is on Sunday, um, you can probably push it back a day or two but I would continue producing uh, your episodes on a fairly regular schedule through the holidays uh, because listeners get new gadgets and they have extra time to, to listen to shows. So you can certainly take advantage of that and, and maybe pick up some more listeners during the holidays. Um, certainly you can do that and help grow your show, but obviously if you need to take time off for family and things like that, it's uh, certainly important to do that as well but uh, just try and juggle that and just realize that uh, there's lots of podcast listeners that are out there uh, during the holidays so definitely well we also had some listener comments um, from our speaker live show 93 and that was the show talking about how to attract younger people to listen to your podcasts and dave kenyon 
said, I try and engage uh, younger listeners by keeping my show a half an hour or less. So I try and keep my energy up and my show lively. I'll engage with anyone who comments or emails my show. So I try not to sound too much like an old man, he says, and say things like, kids today. Yeah, because I, I, I believe, Dave, you're in your 50s, so you're, you're trying to keep yourself cool, right? And he also says, I usually have more than one topic or story on my show, so there's some variety of things to sink your teeth into. So he also says, I keep it very honest, and I show humility and try and be humble, yet confident. And he also says, I, I know many younger stand-up comedians from my days as a stand-up comedian and talk to them about who they listen to and what shows they may be guesting on. I'm working on Twitter, as I know kids love that, I comment all over Facebook and Twitter uh, and wherever I can spread my name and my show out there. Well, Dave, my comment is is that not necessarily a huge amount of kids are on Twitter. So um, maybe some older older kids are on Twitter. Um, but I, I would say most of the younger kids, now depending on what age group we're talking about here, um, we're probably talking about more Snapchat and, and WhatsApp and some of these other platforms that are that tend to attract the the younger people uh, Twitter is important and Facebook is important as well um, to get your name out there um, but but I think you're on the right track I think being honest and and humble and um, keeping your your energy up on the show I think is important uh, keeping your show uh, short maybe something that is attractive to a younger listener Um but I think that's also a uh, don't cut yourself short around content just to keep yourself uh, focused on a, on a certain time frame. That's my comment on your, um, your comment as well, Dave. Thanks, thanks for, uh, for sending that in. I appreciate it so much. Certainly, if you have a comment or a question, uh, just like Dave did here, um, please send it through and we will cover it on the show. Uh, I certainly appreciate you t- tuning in and listening to the Speaker Live show this week and want to wish you a very happy holiday. Uh, Christmas is coming up, and um, we'll be back next week with an episode of the Speaker Live show and and just prior to the new year as well. So we'll be talking about uh, hopefully some more comments and feedback from, from you um, on the show next week as we talk about the coming new year and um, what podcasting might look like. If you have any thoughts about what you think is important uh, or will be important to podcasting in 2017, please send them through to me, rob at speaker.com, and I'll talk about it on the show. If you have a few more of important things that I didn't cover, please send those to me. So I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to this week's uh, Speaker Live show. We'll be back next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. 